Audio Wrangling is a sister site to Audio Angling, which allows people with angling and related topics to express them freely, as an insight into what some of the issues were in the early part of the 21st century. My name's Phil Williams, and this is a 2014 recording with Brian Harris, who back in the 1970s edited the still highly regarded angling magazine. You said pre-interview that you like having your say as much as the next man. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm a notorious moaner and um, I like campaigning. I believe you'd like to explore a range of problems related to fishery management. I'm quite happy with my coarse fishing and my game fishing and the way it's gone because I can choose what I want to do amongst all the other types of fishing. I can sort of fish my way and still there's room for people who want to fish their way and we don't impinge on each other. But what I have disliked is this uh, bringing in of any method fishing. started at Hanningfield and uh, now they've done it at Bure Water and for that reason I don't fish Bure Water anymore and I can get there in five minutes from here. And I don't fish there because I think that management has gone crazy. We get huge numbers of uh, Eastern Europeans fishing there now from boats because only from boats is the spinning and bait fishing allowed. And we know, and uh, I know, but certainly, there's been much abuse, lots of fish taken out that should never have been taken over the limits. Ground baiting has been carried out to lure fish into certain areas and boats have surrounded them and then spun through them and taken loads of fish away. One lot have been caught at it. So I don't like that at all. I mean, a friend of mine went fishing off the bank at Buell last year and had a bloke casting spinners over his fly line and uh, sitting in a boat 20 metres off the bank where my friend was fishing. And that goes on all the time. I just don't want that sort of thing. So I don't fish Buell anymore. And uh, I, I think the whole management of the place has gone haywire. I feel the same about Hanningfield. I would never go and fish fly on a water that's got any method fishing. Just not for me. You're not the first person I've spoken to to highlight the problem of some Eastern Europeans coming over to the UK under the EU Freedom of Migration policy and seeing it as a right to take anything and everything from our rivers, lakes and seas. Presumably it's a cultural thing. Yeah, um, they do, because uh, and I can understand that. I mean, they eat bream and carp and tench and everything over there, and pike. And I, I had a friend who used to write occasionally for angling called Taddea Zanjakczyk, who was uh, the Warsaw Polytechnic, and he did some wonderful underwater photography. You may have remembered it in colour. He took pictures of pike and tench and perch deep down in the water, and he thought nothing of eating fish and that was the way that they existed. But of course when they come here they've got to understand that uh, we don't do that anymore and um, it's, <laughs> unfortunately it's not just fish. I mean, the, take the swans, you know, they, they'll go and kill swans and eat them. They've been caught at it and probably other things as well because that's the way they've lived. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very difficult. I mean, we've got some Polish anglers in our club and luckily they have volunteered to keep their compatriots, when they come fishing our waters, under control and make them understand that uh, we don't kill fish anymore. You know, we just do not do it. We put them back. And uh, they've done a good job. So it's not uh, the whole of the Eastern European community that does it. There are some that understand and uh, will help us. Another project for you, Kip and Nigel Farage. <laughs> 
Well, it's astonishing. I mean, as I say, I don't fish Buell by choice now. I, I used to love the place. It was one of the best fisheries in the country. Top five, I think it was at one point, but it's not now because uh, of the way that the whole place is managed to me. I've often thought that in the last ten years it was sort of going downhill and even beyond that. But it was once a, a wonderful fishery. But it's devoid of many insects now and they all died out years ago and it's full of coarse fish which are totally out of control, never controlled. They used to be. So yeah, I'm not happy with that at all. And it isn't only in freshwater where you foresee problems. Well, I think the biggest change and the biggest problem that we have to face and face up to is the decline in sea fishing. The whole world's oceans are being raped and they won't continue to give us fish. Everybody is worried about it but no one does anything about it. There's got to be sort of almost a global moratorium on certain fishing types. These huge factory ships have got to be stopped. The sort of bluefin tuna and various other species have got to be given a few years to recover. I mean, we used to have bluefin tuna in the North Sea. When did you see a last bluefin tuna caught in the UK? I think that is my biggest bind. We, and successive governments have done nothing. They've played lip service, but they keep talking about these conservation areas and nursery areas. And it's been proven that if you leave a place fallow for a while and don't trawl it, things start to regenerate. The weeds begin to grow, the algae starts, the crabs come back, the lobsters come back, everything regenerates. But trawling is the big problem as far as the seabed is concerned, particularly inshore. And these vast factory ships with their miles of nets catching huge numbers of fish, especially for the Japanese market, it's just not on. It can't be sustained. It's got to stop. But I don't think it ever will until we starve. It won't worry me too much because I'll be gone, but uh, I just wonder about what's going to happen, you know, for the future of my grandchildren. They've got nothing to look forward to, really. You didn't by any chance watch the TV series made by Hugh Fern in Whittingstall promoting no more discards and allowing commercial fishermen to land anything and everything. I certainly did. Any thoughts? That was very sensible in some ways because there is no point in throwing fish back that you've already caught and they're probably dead anyway. Because trawling doesn't allow you to have many live fish. The fish get crushed in the net anyway. So by the time the net's hauled and the fish are dropped into the hole, they're dead. It's just a waste of time putting them back. And you cannot fish selectively with a trawl. You'll catch everything, big, small, indifferent species you don't really want. Are there not also inherent dangers there too in encouraging or allowing commercial fishermen to land undersized or outer quarter fish? Well, you'll never stop it, but the only way to do it, of course, is to police the thing. And who's going to police it? I mean, the environment nature is supposed to be in charge of inshore fisheries, but they don't do anything. I mean, you can go to Dungeness any day, particularly this time of year and from now on, and you'll see Chinese, Eastern Europeans, loads of people catching anything from mackerel to little pouting and small fish of all sorts, dabs, little soles. They all go into the pot and away they go with them. And no one is there to stop them. So unless people are stopped, made an example of in the courts, and fines are imposed or whatever, it's got to be pretty drastic stuff, I think. It's no good sort of saying, naughty boy, you mustn't do that. You've got to really hit people hard. And that goes for the commercial fishermen too. Take the boat away. That's the answer. Are you optimistic? No, not about inshore sea fishing, I'm not. 
I used to love my sea fishing, as you know, particularly bass fishing. But uh, there are places where I used to go and catch lots of very big bass. I could probably go there 20 times without seeing a bass these days. That's the situation down here. Whether it's the same all over the country, I wouldn't know.